do your job. Dad like it's your job. Do your job! With Chris Zito. Do your job. He's a dad, a radio host, a father, a speaker, dad, an actor, a dad, a comedian, a dad, a husband, a dad, and, well, a dad. Greetings, faithful listener. It is I, your illustrious host, Chris Zito. Hello. Listen, welcome to Dad Like It's Your Job. Provide for your family and still be a part of your family. If you're interested in having me speak to your group or finding out a little bit more about what I do in that area, ChrisZitoSpeaks.com. That's ChrisZitoSpeaks.com. Trying to think if there's any other plugs I want to get to before we get into our conversation. New Year's Eve, I'll be in Western Massachusetts, Westfield, Massachusetts, at the Great Awakening Brewery for two shows. Those tickets are available on my morning show page on that station's website, Mix931.com. So I don't know that there's anything else that I'm going to plug before when this comes out. There you have it. So grab those tickets. There's two shows in Westfield, Mass., on the morning show page at Mix931.com. And as I said, if you want to get me to speak for your group or learn about what I do as far as speaking, see a little demo reel of me doing my thing, ChrisCitoSpeaks.com. Okay, enough of that. Let's get to my guest. My guest is Jeff Wickersham. This is an intense guy. This is a guy that attacks fatherhood. He is the founder of TheWarriorDad.com. He has a podcast called The Warrior Dad. His website is thewarriordad.com. And he sort of, when you when you hear this conversation, his whole vibe is like a warrior. You know? He's just, he is a very proactive guy. He attacks his day. He attacks his problems. He talks about the father being the tip of the spear. He uses this weaponry imagery. That's just sort of who this guy is. And his, I mean, his energy is infectious, and he is passionate about fatherhood. Passionate! You got me? All right. So, one of the good guys, I'm telling you, you know, I, I, I find them. I find these good guys, guys that are devoted to their families, devoted to their children. To me, that's a good guy. It's so important. Here's my conversation with Jeff Wickersham. Jeff, thanks for doing this with me today. Chris, excited to be here, my man. Yeah, it's great. Uh, I'm going to start with you like I do with all my guests, with your dad credentials. Who have you got? How old are they? What's the deal? Yeah, I've got two two teenage boys. Jackson is 15 and Carter is 19 months behind him at 13 years young. I see. So now I'm assuming that over the la- over these years, you've had some breakage in the house. Do you have lousy furniture? A lot of times, you know, when I go into somebody's house, even if I don't know them well, I can guess that they have boys if they have lousy furniture. They're waiting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we do. The, that that furniture's down in the finished basement, right? That's been transitioned down there. So okay. uh, definitely have that. But now that they've gotten into their teen years, it's a little bit better than what it used to be we just right. painted and finished the you know redid the basement a little bit nice the living room because they're at that age where they're not throwing things all around and right there right is, is some semblance of self-control there <laughs> well that's good it's always it's always good when they when they eventually discover that um i wanted to ask you i want to get started here by just asking you to explain to my listeners what is the warrior dad i'll take an even bigger step back okay in the past, because I think it's under, important to understand my journey and my arc and why I'm here now. And and Chris, it'll be nine 
years ago in late December, I lost my mom to breast cancer. So when you watch the woman that brought you into this world take a last breath, that fragility of life two by four smacked me upside the head and said, okay, what do I truly want to do? And ended up leaving corporate America, opening up a boutique gym, and then start diving into how to be the best version of myself as a dad, as a husband, as a man, as a leader. And then this year had a couple instances where I had a running buddy who had a friend, dad of three, who unfortunately committed suicide. And then my sister knew a dad that did as well. And I said, who do I want to help? I want to help the dads that are going through maybe challenging, difficult times, the pains, the fires, the trials, the tribulations that I've gone through personally. And yeah. I want to give them this foundation, this structure to sure. win each day and be able to operate at a high level and lead your family. And, and I always like to say it takes one dad to change a family tree forever. And I think so many times, unfortunately, we discount that impact that we can have on generations to come. You know, Jeff, it's amazing how many guys I talk to on this podcast, they have, they point to a, uh, an incident in their life or a couple of incidences like you just did that sort of changed the trajectory for them. There you go. You you had a real job. You said you left corporate America. Congratulations. Uh, you know, I mean, I work for the biggest audio company in the world right now. And so I know what that's like, you know what I mean? And I'm grateful to have the job I have. You know, it sure beats working for a living. I get to crack wise on the radio every morning and talk to guys like there you, you which is great. But so many guys have that in common. There's some kind of turning point where you find you want to, you have a different purpose. And that purposeful life is so important. And that's so funny you mentioned changing the family tree. That On my notes, that's the next thing I wanted to ask you about. Because that idea of breaking the cycle... In a, if you're in a family where generation after generation you're getting similar outcomes, you got to make some kind of change if you want to change the outcome, right? Yeah, you absolutely need to. And if you're not going to do it for yourself, as a dad, do it for your children, because they're they don't have an ability to change what they're absorbing from you as the leader, as the tip of the spear, as a dad of of the family. Mm -hmm. But then it's your responsibility to pay it forward and set them up for success. Give them the strategies, the tools, the tactics, Chris, that I didn't have growing up, that isn't taught in schools at any level, right? Grit, resilience, habits, all these things that set you up to thrive and, and live, live meaningful lives. And sure. listen, my late mother was a school teacher. My wife now is a school teacher, but they're restricted by curriculum. And these right. are the tools, strategies that I've given to my boys the last six, seven years. Mm -hmm. And they're on their toes, chasing their dreams, attacking life. And it's just so rewarding and fulfilling to, to see that in them. You know, it's, uh, I love the fact that you dropped in that word habits. I love that word. And it, it, the word habit gets a bad rap because when people hear the word habit, they automatically think, oh, the guy's a smoker. He's cracking his knuckles. It's a habit that you have to break. But I mean, if you get into the habit of starting your day in a certain way, which is what what I do. Like I start my day in a certain way. I wouldn't leave my house without, I do a little reading, a little prayer, and a little meditation every morning. I wouldn't leave for work without doing that any more than I would leave my house without pants on. It's a habit. I mean, it's such a habit and it's such a huge part of my, that's a huge part of my life is doing that every day. And so I love that word habit and I love to interject it in, in a positive way into fathers' lives. Yeah, it's it's so powerful. I mean, 
90 to 95% of what we do on a daily basis is through, through driven through our habits and rituals, right? It's why when I start with dads in the warrior dad experience, we're controlling the bookends. What do you do at night? Mm -hmm. PM, get a great night's sleep. And then I like to say, give me 1% of your day in the morning, 14 minutes, 40 seconds. You can give me 15 minutes. I guarantee you <laughs> stack seven wins real quick. Yeah. Light you up physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. And you have seven wins. You know how equipped you are to take on life. And the we know life's going to throw you curveballs. Life's going to hit you in the stomach, punch you in the face, knock you down. But when you control those bookends, yeah. you have that foundation to attack and be that positive force that we need more in the world, right? The world right. is a very challenging, very difficult place, especially for our kids to grow up in. Sure. We need to be that beacon of positivity, of hope, of change. And we need to lead our families from the front. And that's what kind of the ethos and the warrior dad mentality is all about. Well, that we, we never met before today, Jeff, but just talking to you for a few minutes. You're a very proactive guy. Just listening to the language you use, your approach is very you, – you use that word attack already multiple times in the brief time we've been talking. That's a huge part of your mindset, it sounds like. Absolutely is, and, and I would say 90, 95, maybe even 99% of people are playing defense all day long. Right. I used to reacting. coach my sons in basketball, reactive. Yeah. Right. When when you play defense in basketball, your knees are bent, you're bent at the hips, the quads burn pretty darn quick. <laughs> that is how everybody is playing all day long. And then they slump on the couch and they say, how am I going to do this again tomorrow? Where yeah. we need, life is a fight. It is a fist fight every day. You need to bring that warrior mentality. And we've lost it, right? We've become soft. We've become just complacent. Mediocrity is everywhere. You get a trophy for just participating. No, that's no, not no. how life works. <laughs> and that's not true. the mentality. You know, you, you mentioned that's not the mentality I bring to each day. And right. I, I live, breathe it, sleep it, eat it. And yeah. I'm a practitioner. You mentioned habits. I mean, today was mm -hmm. 2,163 straight days of meditation. Yeah. I'm almost to six straight years and that's just piece of who I am as a right. dad, husband, a man, and then mm -hmm. I can lead from it. But we've got to we got to get on our toes and attack. Life is so much better, so much more fulfilling mm -hmm. when you're chasing targets, when you're pursuing your dreams and your visions and your missions versus hey, it's just another day. How the heck another am I going to get How am I going to get it through? How do I get through this day? Yeah, what what am I I know. I love the idea of what am I bringing to this day? And your your basketball analogy is interesting because, you know, I've coached basketball. And in basketball, defense wins. Defense yep. wins. In life, maybe not so much. You know, it's a whole different thing. So, uh, all right. Well, look, I, I want to talk about this work-life balance because I was looking at all your stuff. I'm looking at your website. And you I could see that you weren't a fan of this phrase, work-life balance. We were talking a little bit before we started recording. Because I talk about this in my in my signature talk, which is the same name as the pod. Dad, like it's your job. Provide for your family and still be a part of your family. And I, when I talk to men about this, I talk about that phrase and I go, and I say that it literally puts work first. And th that's insane because if your work comes first, your life's never going to be in balance. But you real so I talk about life work balance and how you know you you got to build that pyramid of what's most important to you, right? Um, yep. But when we were talking before we started recording this, you go beyond that because this is the whole idea of balance that you object to. Talk to talk to my listeners a little bit about that. Yeah, and I'm I'm such a huge huge fan of language, right? You hear right. me saying attack, you, sure, and and I'm I'm using energy. I'm I'm 
passionate about what I'm speaking about. The other piece is, you know, when we think of balance, what do we think about? We think about that scale or that teeter-tot that is completely balanced. Mm -hmm. We're never going to hit that target when we're considering work and life. It doesn't so happen. So you're <laughs> never going to be there. Right. And you're constantly going to feel frustrated, angry, and like you're not doing a good enough job. So I love satisfaction, personal and professional satisfaction. Can you be satisfied in both of those areas each day? That's a target we can hit. And that's a box we can check off. Sure. And then, you know, what? at the end of the day, we feel good about ourselves rather than looking at that balance and being like, well, it wasn't balanced today. I, I failed. I failed. Right. right. So yeah. just, yeah. So just replacing one word. It's yeah. like, I, I love to coach the dads on have to, right? When you say have to, it's a burden. I right. have to get my kids off the bus. I have to go to the grocery store. I have to go to the gym. It feels like a burden. It feels heavy. Will you replace that with get to? Oh, yeah. I get to get my kids off the bus. I get to go to the gym. Because you do, you're a lot better off than 99% of the world. When we just replace one word, it's amazingly powerful. So, yeah, I, I'm not a huge fan of balance. I agree with you. Life needs to come first before work. Mm -hmm. But I love using satisfaction as a target we can actually hit. I love it. And I, and I use that same thing about uh, having to and getting to. That's a big thing. And also, you were talking about bookending your day. And you were mentioning satisfaction. It's a great way to look at the end of the day, you know, because that's how I end my day with a little bit of an inventory about what went right, what went wrong this day. What can I what can I do better tomorrow as opposed to, you know, how it went today? Because, you know, hey, we all fall short. You know, you do the best you can. And then but if you're if you're willing to take a look at that at the end of the day, that's yeah. where the improvement is. You know, if you because uh, I can't just. I can't afford to just keep doing what I've already been doing. You know what I mean? I just, it doesn't work for me. Yeah, it's that process of reflection. And, and too many people, if you ask them how their day was, uh, busy is the first answer. I feel, <laughs> I, I say that's the worst curse word in the English language. That's the worst four letter curse word in the English language. Busy. Do you want your life to be busy? Again, productive. And if we're too busy, at the end of the day, we don't have time to reflect. We don't have time to say, hey, what worked, what didn't, what should I improve? Yeah. And that's why we go, it's Groundhog Day, just constantly. And especially dads, <laughs> they get stuck in this rut. Mm -hmm. And they wake up 15 years down the road and they're like, how the heck did I get here? Well, and you know what's amazing too? When you are a dad, this is the thing. This is why it seems that our kids grow up so fast. Because when once you're an adult, you don't look and sound that different after 10 years. But when you have a baby in 10 years, boy, what a difference. And that shows the time. It marks the time in a way that can be absolutely shocking. And if you are, if you're just cruising along, boy, oh, boy, you really do wake up and it's, so much time has gone by. There's another phrase that you use that I love because my boss uses this with me. The tip of the spear. I heard you use that in one of the videos I watched. As a father trying to be a leader, wanting to be a leader, trying to be the tip of the spear for your family. What does that mean to you? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of the Navy SEALs. I got a couple good friends that are former SEALs. and I mean, those guys do it's, pretty it's, good work. I mean, you know, I mean, you want to talk about a guy who's motivated, has good habits, maybe a correct. Navy SEAL. I mean, maybe. Yeah. Elite, <laughs> correct. Elite, elite mindset, right? Yeah. And yeah. we need to have that for our family. And I will tell you, Chris, my family dynamic has changed mm -hmm. as I've stepped 
And it's been an iterative process. This wasn't overnight for me. Sure. I went through dark times. I'm not yeah. a perfect human being. There never was. There never will be. But I have intentionally chosen to be the best version of myself and to lead my two sons. It's through different things. One, I gave up alcohol nearly two years ago because I didn't want them to see me, you know, hitting, hitting, drinking beers every Friday and Saturday night because sure. it didn't serve me in my life. And mm -hmm. I wanted them to know there's a different option out there. But tip of the spear, you lead by example, all of a sudden your family becomes a sports team. And when that family is connected and you're all chasing, all on your toes, all attacking, Oof, it is a powerful force. I mean, my wife and, and youngest son, we were all at the gym this morning at 5 a.m. together. Okay. <laughs> right? Like, right. that's the mentality that, and, and it's so, it's such a positive force versus a lot of families, unfortunately, how they operate. Dad's headed one way, mom's headed the exact opposite, and mm. the three kids are all sprinkled out wherever they're going. And sure. there's no connectedness, there's no congruency, there's no deep roots of, hey, we're going to cheer each other on and and be the best version of ourselves. So when you think of tip of the spear, it starts with you. Of you course. need to be the leader. You need to do the things. You need to continue to close that gap between your potential and where you're at currently. And Chris, I always had this itch on the back of my neck and it was a frustrating itch. I knew I could be more, do more and have more, but I just didn't have the courage to face those demons, to walk through those fires. And I finally did. And now it's just closing that gap on a daily basis and helping other dads be the tip of the spear for their families as well. It's an amazing conversation. You're you're uh, you're a charged up guy, Jeff, for sure. Although I gotta <laughs> say, you were at the gym at five, dude. You must have slept in because I was already at work. Okay, but that's just that's, there you go. I, I, I can't really. It. I mean, I, I, that's just the nature of my job. I do morning radio, so I can't really take too much credit for it. You know, I get up at, right. I get up, you know, it's so funny that because that's my job. I get up at three thirty for work, and people are like, "How can you get up at that hour?" And I'm like, "I, I do it for the money. It's that uh, that's my paycheck. That's how I make my living. What gotcha. can I tell you? You know, that's when you get up." But uh, <laughs> so I generally don't get to the gym before work because I got to be here at four thirty. But uh, yeah, but that's amazing. That's amazing getting to work out with your wife and your son. That's so cool. What a great way to start the day. Um, you uh, you mentioned you gave up the booze. I haven't had a drink in 36-plus years. I'm a guy in recovery. Like, for me, okay. it was a little bit more than I didn't want my kids to see me having a couple of beers on Friday and Saturday. With me, it was more like blacking out, you know, risking arrest, you know, destroying my own life. So that was that was a while ago for me. So it's interesting to see this movement that I, that I seem to be seeing in the world where people are just putting alcohol down. Not that they had a particular problem with booze like I had. Like, I'm, I'm a recovering alcoholic, but I see more and more people that aren't alcoholic, they just walk away from alcohol. It's an interesting thing for me to watch. Yeah, I mean, I, listen, fraternity, brother in college, 20s, <laughs> 30s, I had those blackout, those nights you wake up and what the heck happened, right? And mm -hmm. I just got to a point in my life where I, I asked myself the question, is this serving a purpose in my life? Yeah. And I thought about my two teenage sons who at the time were 11 and 13. And I said, if I could go back again to 17 year old Jeff who had his first drink. Yeah. Would I tell him to do it or not? And I told my sons, I said, I would never have touched the stuff. Right. It, it cost me a heck of a lot of money. Mm -hmm. A lot of the bad decisions and moments I had in my life. Sure. I was always intoxicated. Right. So I said, I need to lead by example, be that tip of the spear that we were just talking about. 
and I, I made the commitment to do it for a year. And then I've just never just gone continued back it. because I'm in, I'm at 48 years young and I'm better shaped Chris than I've ever been in my life. That's fantastic. Good to hear. Good to hear. You know, because yeah, as, as the years go on, that takes a little bit more, takes a little bit more focus, a little more work as far as your physical condition. But it's interesting. You say, you know, all your bad decisions, because there's an old saying in recovery, like I didn't even get in trouble every time I drank, but every time I got in trouble, I had been drinking. So yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't good. Um, listen, before I let you go, um, I want to just give you a chance to plug whatever you want, because uh, I know that a lot of the people listening to this episode are going to want to get to know you better and find some of the resources you have available. Yeah. So my mission overall, my 30 year vision, time horizon, North Star, where I'm headed, Chris, is yeah. to impact, lead, guide 1 million dads, elevate 2 plus million kids by January 1st, 2053. I feel like we do that. We make a dent in the universe together. So that's the <laughs> warrior dad movement. So where you can find me, you can go out to thewarriordad.com. Got a great content out there if you want to grab a time that, that we can talk. Definitely do that. I've got the Warrior Dad podcast. I'm out on all major social media platforms, so you can check me out as well. And uh, I always like to say, like I said in the beginning, it only takes one dad to mm -hmm. change that family tree forever. And you can be that dad. Well, I certainly believe it when you say it, and it's a very, it's a, such a positive message, Jeff, and I really appreciate you. Uh, I mean, I just found you last week. This was a quick turnaround, so I'm so glad to be able to meet you and for my listeners to meet you. TheWarriorDad.com is a good way to go. Thanks for doing this, man. Thanks, Chris. Appreciate it. Well, there you go. What did I tell you? I told you he was an intense guy. I told you this is a guy that attacks fatherhood. He attacks his day. Uh, and yet, is in that habit of meditating every day. Pretty cool conversation. He opened my eyes about some stuff. Because I do talk about life-work balance. I still use the word balance. And it's interesting that he says uh, satisfaction, not balance. Very interesting guy. Once again, thewarriordad.com. If you want to get some information. He does individual coaching, too. Hey, we all need help sometimes. So if you're struggling in any way with fatherhood and you feel like you need to get motivated, you need to get moving, you need to attack whatever it is that's happening in your day, I think Jeff is a guy that can help you. It's that simple. All right. One more plug for me, ChrisCitoSpeaks.com. That's ChrisCitoSpeaks.com. Be sure to subscribe to this pod, download the episodes, leave us a review, turn other dads and other parents onto this podcast because... By God, it's a, it's a wonderful listen. Wouldn't you agree? It's just a wonderful listen. All right, let's all go on with the rest of our day, shall we? Thanks for listening. Tell your pals.